Dave Fanning on 2FM. Now, Irish Animation Studio Cartoon Saloon are five times Academy Award nominated and their new movie, My Father's Dragon, came to Netflix this week. It's based on the 1948 book by Ruth Stiles Gannett and sees Elmer running away from home in search of Wild Island and a young dragon called Boris who waits to be rescued. Elmer's adventures introduce him to ferocious beasts, a mysterious island and the friendship of a lifetime. It's directed by Norma, um, sorry, by Nora Toomey of The Breadwinner and it stars Stranger Things, Gatan Mazzarazzo and Room's Jacob Tremblay. You'll know them both. So I spoke to Jacob and Gatan about the movie and they're fans of Cartoon Saloon and Song of the Sea in particular. And I asked them whether that meant they had no hesitation at all in getting involved. I, I wasn't aware of the source material going in, which I know yeah. a lot of people who are fans of the book probably not like. But I, I have to be honest, it's not something I knew much about at all going into it. And I just knew who was working on it. I knew who was animating and I knew who was directing and if you have an opportunity to work with Cartoon Saloon, you have an opportunity to work with Nora, you take it, you do it. And I'm so glad that I got to, I'm so glad that you, you when I saw you were doing it, hands down, I was on board. That's funny because when I saw you were doing it, that's all Don't say it. No way. <laughs> but yeah, it, it's a stunning project. And, and to be a part of this incredible team is just such an honor. Well, Jacob, like you are a fan, aren't you, of of Dustin Henderson, i.e. of Gate on, on, on Stranger Things. So like the two of you knew each other's work and realized this is a great opportunity as well. I mean, it couldn't have worked out better, could it? No, seriously. It was perfect. I mean, he did such a great job. I could imagine what the dragon looked like before I even saw his design. It's like from, <laughs> from hearing the voice, I'm like, and like the 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 design i went with i was like yeah that looks exactly like how i thought it would look like it just works so perfectly thanks buddy Okay, just like, you know, there's so much in animation that's been done, like Toy Story just broke the mold 25 years ago, whatever. And there's so much 3D as well. Is there a storytelling quality to 2D, A, that's different, and B, that really you're attracted to? Here's something that I think about all the time, Mm. is that in 3D, you can't really do... Okay, so like, in 2D... Like, for example, Emperor's New Groove. You like this movie? I love this movie. Love this movie. You see how they, like, kind of, like, shimmy up the the canyon and their their bodies get, like, compressed and smashed and just stretched out in 2D all the time? You can't do that in 3D because it looks... It probably looks gross. (laughs) Like, if you imagine, like, Frozen. Yeah. Like, Elsa and Anna, if they, like, were to just, like, get, like... Squished up inside of a mountain. I know what you're saying. There's a sense of, like... Yeah. Of true, like... uh, a rip from reality here Mm -hmm. and that I think is incredible. I think what's so stunning about 3D animation is how you can take something and make it look so truly real, even though you're aware you're seeing something that's, that's animated, but there's something about this and something about the work that's put into hand drawing this. And it really does feel like you open up a picture book and it comes to life. And I think there's a sense of magic in there that is really hard to come across and you can see how much work was put into this and you can see that artists, just took their time. I mean, of course, artists in 3D animation are brilliant. And that and yeah. I just think there's there's a bit of a lost art here with uh with two-dimensional animation, especially with this project, especially with the work that Cartoon Saloon does. They take so much time and effort and it feels like you're watching a painting unfold in front of you and tell a story that it it may have already told without it needing to be a movie. And the fact that you get to see something so i'm pointing yeah. because i'm looking at the concept art and yeah, it, same, it, yeah. i never yeah. stop looking no, exactly at it. yeah it's stunning yeah. to me 
I'm glad it's here. Yeah, and and also Jacob, I mean, like you know, um, if it's a story of friendship and adventure and true bravery, which is what it is, very important for people to realize this, this character that you are. Like, it's not magical powers. It's not superhero. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah, he's not. He's not a superhero. I mm. mean, he just and something that's so cool about it is that he they're scared like the whole time. Mm-hmm. Like Elmer, he's they're kids. He's, yeah. yeah, he's a child. I mean, Boris. Well, he is technically hundred years old. He's has the mentality of of a ten of a ten year old, mm-hmm. and in a way, Elmer is kind of the elder, which is weird because you're old. Mm. You're older. You're the elder in real life. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, because I'm yeah the old old. You're the man, old you old man. You're the elder, and but Elmer, he kind of he kind of takes charge, but he doesn't. I feel like most of the time he doesn't really know exactly what he's doing, and it's Boris who kind of helps him. Yeah. You know, and just like you two, then finally are in, in Burbank. You two are finally you're in the booth together. So you have to, if you're going to be together, improvise. You can't stick to something that's in yeah. front of you. You have to add so much to it of yourself. Did you find that you were able to do that, and were glad to do that? And because the two of you two were were together, it was always going to work. I I think we did improvise a lot, a lot, quite a bit. And I think, but what was great about it is that we were able to 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 improvise and, and do what we wanted but ultimately it always circled back to what was on the page because what's on the page is perfect mm-hmm. what's on the page tells what we expresses what needs to be expressed so wonderfully and what's great about improv is that it, it's able to immerse actors into what they're doing so wonderfully because sometimes it's hard to take what's off a page and create something real out of that and the way to do that is to is to break free of it and to live yeah. in this world that's being created in this in this dark black room, this tiny room. It was actually quite a big room, but Massive. it was a big it was a big recording room. But it was just this this dark black room. And it's hard to immerse yourself in a world. So the way to do that is to break from the mold and break from your script, and then eventually, as you're in it and as you're building towards it, Nora was so good at taking and taking the energy that was growing and seeing what we were making and getting us right back to where we needed to be and it right. blew my mind how especially because we were probably very hard to work <laughs> okay well i get the impression finally yeah i get the impression finally that working with nora Toomey was just fantastic was it wonderful the minute she has another she's the minute she calls i'm i'm there I'm i mean what i love about her is that she just really pushed us to mm-hmm. like go big and it was my first big animation um it was yours, right? Yeah. yeah. And she just like pushed us and, you know, really put us out of our comfort zone, which was really cool because, you know, it, it was kind of like, it's interesting because we're in this room together, maybe it's a bit awkward at the start just because we're just standing there, right? <laughs> yeah. Like looking at each other. But um, after a while, it just... It dissipates. Because of her, she just, it just, yeah, it just dissipates. Yeah, she, I, her work has made me a better actor. Made me a better actor. Jacob and Gatton, that is. And we're talking here about My Father's Dragon, which is on Netflix this week. Cartoon Saloon, of course, the five times Academy Award nominated Irish animation studio. And I also spoke to Nora Toomey, the director of My Father's Dragon. And I asked her um, where she drew the fantasy inspiration for this actual movie. Besides, um, you know, finding inspiration from Ruth Dahl's Gannett book from uh, from 1948, we also took inspiration from children's imaginations. And so we, you know, I asked my sons to draw. I had to pay them actually to draw kind of uh, characters from the film and uh, settings from the film, like different parts of Wild Island and just 
um, seeing how free their imagination is. It's funny because when you talk to a bunch of artists, you think, okay, they're going to be really imaginative. Um, but sometimes it takes a little bit to let go of the fact that like a tree doesn't need to look like a tree. The ground doesn't need to be brown. Grass doesn't need to be green. Um, and so it, it took a little bit to leap off that cliff you know, into into kind of the world of imagination. But once our, our team did, we just loved that whole that whole um the the world that we were building. And the world that you were building is not exactly 100 percent as the book was. Did you feel you needed to go and visit Ruth in upstate New York? To what exactly? What was the reason? Yeah, you know, I didn't want to do uh, like a page by page kind of adaptation of the book because I didn't think that was going to be, you know, very true to the characters, considering at the end of the book, Elmer and Boris, you know, they just get to meet because Elmer just rescues Boris at the end of the book. I knew we wanted to spend a lot of time on that amazing island um, and that we wanted to make the friendship between Elmer and Boris the very heart of the film. And so I went to, uh, yeah, the little village of, of Trumansburg and Ruth lives about a mile out the road. So I walked out on a on a, an August um, uh, day and there was beautiful sunshine. She lives in this big, beautiful yellow house and uh, Ruth welcomed me in. She was with one of her seven daughters um, in this house she had spent uh, decades in with her husband, uh, Peter. They, you know, made me lunch uh, with uh, this like gorgeous homemade bread and soup and blueberry pie. And um I just got a sense of who Ruth is. Um, she's an incredibly generous person. Um, she, um, it just in in that village of Trumansburg, she went to the the local school there and helped uh, young people, you know, with their literacy. She's just a big personality. So I, I I wanted to get some of her kind of values up on the screen more than that whole kind of literal page by page thing. Uh, and so I asked her about Elmer and what it was about that character that 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 she felt stayed with people all through generations because with her book you have you know um parents reading it to children and then those children have grown up and they they in turn read it yeah. to their children and so um for her it was that that elmer thought for himself he's a really independent child he didn't just take what people were you know telling him and and just kind of believe that he really was uh kind of like somebody who, who thought for themselves and had a had a sense of power within himself and so that's what we wanted to put up on the screen and the sense of power within himself make sure there's no magical powers or superhero that's not what we're talking about here no no again this was something that we really had a wonderful opportunity to you know, my I look at my own my own kids and they've grown up, you know, my, my kids are, are 12 and 14. They've grown up with superheroes. You know, there's been such a, um, you know, over the last decade in particular, it's all about the muscles and it's about like, you know, what you can do, you know, um, you know, physically. And I wanted to make sure with this film that we kind of went against that a little bit and made friendship the, the heart of it. And while it's, you know, this is a big epic adventure and there's lots of things happen in our in our film. The, the heart of it is um, is more about what you know what you're capable of of um, figuring out yourself. Um, what are the connections that you're you're capable of making? What kind of meaning you 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 put in your in your days? I think that these are these are themes that are kind of running through the film and and ones that we didn't really shy away from. There's a a page in the book that I was particularly attracted to. It was the first page that I. I really connected with and thought, okay, I have to, I have to really, you know, continue and explore this. It was the page where um, 
Elmer is living in this city uh, called Nevergreen. He finds a, a stray uh, cat and he gives her a saucer of milk and his mom gets really angry with him. And for me, yeah. that was just like, okay, what's going on in their life that a saucer of milk is is really important, you know, um, and what's going on for the mom, what's going on for Elmer. And having been, you know, a child where I've looked up into my, you know, uh, my parents' uh, faces and realized that they weren't telling me the whole truth when, you know, at certain times and having been a parent where I've looked down into my children's faces yeah, yeah. and not mm-hmm. told them the whole truth, I thought that was, I thought it was, it was just an incredible, um, yeah, an opportunity to introduce levels of depth into a film where it's, you know, in ways it's kind of a domestic, you know, kind of film, but in ways then it's, it's, you know, hugely epic and adventurous and, and to kind of layer all of those um, themes in there was something that was a, a, a great challenge for us. Okay. Well, finally, Nora, like that's this level of depth and just where it takes you. And that's why these things can take so long and there's so much involved. Were you there, for instance, in Burbank? when the voice cast had to do their voices and were you happy that the main two people were in the booth together and that made a huge difference? Oh yeah. You know, you don't always have an opportunity to uh, record your, your voice cast uh, together. Um, During this whole process, of course, because it happened during the pandemic, we had pickups to do and some people did pickups in their closets or wardrobes because like the sound is nice and dead and in there. Uh, but for the majority of the um, voice sessions, uh, Gaten Matarazzo and, and Jacob Tremblay, who play um, Boris and, and Elmer, they got to record their their uh, voices together and they were just magic. They, they, they genuinely really liked each other. There was a real rapport between them. And so as a director, I just had to kind of sit back and let them at it because they yeah. were Elmer and Boris. They're, you know, the, the, just even the 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 way their their personalities kind of gelled together. Um, I knew that once I once they started recording, once I could hear that magic, all I had to do was take that back to the animators, and we were going to be, you know, we we were just going to have it there in 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 that in that performance, you know, between the voice actors and the animators. They just built these beautiful performances. These beautiful performances are My Father's Dragon is in cinemas, and it's on Netflix now. Dave Fanning on Two FM.